0: Energetics specialize in creating sustainable, world-class dancewear for the stars of tomorrow. Perform and feel your best at every stage of your dance journey in Energetics' premium, high-performance fabrics. Try them out with a 20% discount site-wide using the code COD20 at the checkout, available until the end of September 2023. Shop their extensive range online at Energetics.com. That's E-N-E-R-G-E. T-I-K-S And enjoy free express shipping on orders over $75.
1: Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
2: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
3: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
2: I'm Rebecca King Ferraro
0: and I'm Michael Sean Breton and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week on Conversations on Dance, we sit down with Charlotte Ballet director and international choreographer Alejandro Cerudo. We spoke with Alejandro about his first season of programming for Charlotte Ballet, how important freedom and risk-taking are to the choreographic process, and his plans to make the company an integral part of the city's identity. If you are in the Charlotte area, you can catch the company's Choreographic Lab this June 9th through the 17th. To subscribe to the company's 2023-24 season, visit charlotteballet.org. Alejandra, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, we're very excited to hear a lot about Charlotte Ballet's um, just announced 23-24 season but before we get into that we always like to start um at the beginning if we have someone we haven't interviewed before we'd just love to hear a little bit about your own personal artistic journey so take us all the way back um yeah. what, when did you first fall in love with dance and and what was that what was your early training early journey with dance like
1: yeah well it's i mean i started fairly young i was about eight uh, nine years old um and i didn't know much about it uh i just knew that my sister uh danced and i so I, that's how i got curious um and uh, it's, uh bit by bit um uh, going to ballet every day uh, really picked my interest uh, until now that it's uh it became a passion and and has become my uh, my career i'm um, in my life so it's been it started very slow and then escalated very, very quickly.
2: Yeah. When did you realize that you wanted to pursue it professionally and make a career out of um, dancing? Uh,
1: quite young as well. Um, before I, I finished my studies uh, in dance, um, I, I knew this is what I wanted to do. Um, I think that taste of uh, being in front of uh, an audience um uh, that gave me uh you know really the excitement that I that I needed um and um and like m- many other things in life I, I feel the the more I got to know uh what dance was about the more passionate I I, I became because you I, I I I really was able to um to see the the depth of uh what that that the dance can uh, has you know can can have um and uh yeah so it was it was quite early you know. yeah mm-hmm. at what point did you
0: start to feel like um choreography would also be a pivotal focus for you and how did you sort of balance that with your own dancing ambitions
1: yeah that, that was a, a little bit later um uh, i study classical ballet and in madrid uh and then i danced for a year um my first Professional um, company was um, a classical, neoclassical uh, dance company. And then quickly I moved to Germany and uh, I went to Stuttgart, to Stuttgart Ballet. And there, um, uh, there was an opportunity to do a choreographic workshop in which the dancers would choreograph on their colleagues. And I was not particularly interested in choreography itself, but I was interested in improving myself as a dancer. And I thought if I, if I put myself in the eyes of a choreographer, I would be able to become a better dancer. So that's mm-hmm. how, that's how I, I, yeah, that's how the curiosity for, um, for choreography started. It was more, uh, so I could become a better professional as a dancer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that then afterwards, after my first one and my second one, uh, I got approached by some people, uh, from, um, presenters, uh, saying that they liked what they saw and that they wanted to offer me the, the opportunity to create a commission work. So, and that's, that's how it all started. It was not, not intentional, but, but <laughs> then again, and like my, my passion continued to continue to grow
2: Mhm. And that's that's really interesting to me because we talk a lot on the podcast about like how Michael and I once we retired and we started teaching that kind of gives you this different perspective you're needing to analyze your body and how the steps work in order to vocalize that and explain it to students. So I hearing you talk about that in a similar experience with your choreography I wonder how once you did start chore- choreographing how did you start to kind of like implement what you were learning as from being in the front of the room to your dancing?
1: I, I'm I, almost right away. Uh, I really is in, it's an eye opening experience uh, to be in front of the room when you're, when you're so used to being um, in a way hidden uh, among the, the, the other students. Uh, but in the front of the room, then once you put yourself there, you, you have a completely different perspective. So it, it, even if you don't, you're not that intentional about it. There is something that changes in you because you're you're more aware of of what what that person uh, sees and perceives from the front of the room, you know? mm. right. or, or what that person. Knows, right. Really, how can you better right. help that person? Yeah,
0: I'm curious to hear a little bit about some of the early works and what what your maybe your defining choreographic traits were at that point and how you feel that might have evolved in the years since you've been making work.
1: Yes. Um, so, uh, so the, the first, the first, uh, um, so I talked about how I did this graphic workshop in Germany uh and then um from germany i i went on and worked for a for a very prestigious uh contemporary dance company a netherlands dance theater in the hague um i learned a lot there uh, i worked i worked with incredible uh, artists um and and then i moved here to the New- united states uh, states in chicago the company that I worked for in Chicago all they also had a graphic workshop and so I created a small duet uh that um that the director really liked uh, the director of the time Jim Vincent which is uh, he's been my mentor for uh, since I have since I met him he then he offered me to to uh to create a work for the company so that was my first commission work um and um and that experience was, uh, was incredible because, um, that works, that work was very, very, very successful. Um, many other companies have uh, acquired that work. Um, and, and then um, the company that I created on Harvard student Chicago at that time, then we would tour a lot and we would tour with that work. So that was my sort of uh, the perfect business card for me because uh, every time where Harper Street Dance uh, Chicago would perform that work, uh, the audience would see my work and, and agents uh, would see my work and, and other uh, directors would see my work. And, and that's how we get approached to So that was, that was a great gift, um, uh, in my career. Um, yes. And I, I see how, how important it is to, to provide those, those opportunities to, to young artists, um, and, and really provide a platform where they can create um without any kind of pressure uh of of having to deliver um um anything in particular just let them let them work and then and then really showcase their talent um so I, i'd love to hear a little bit more about that because i feel like as you know,
0: arts funding, I mean, it's always been tight, but I feel like of course even with the pandemic and things have become exacerbated and there is sort of a pressure that when a new work is choreographed, um, that it needs to deliver or be a hit or, you know, that the company can cash in on this risk they took. Maybe you could speak a little bit more to the importance of um, just risk and, and being able to explore your own creative um, side
1: yeah i i mean definitely um there is a, a pressure associated with with creating new work and uh, especially in contemporary work we want to always make something new we want to innovate and and that that sounds very exciting and all but but we tend we tend to focus on yes this gonna be something new and innovative but but there is a risk factor into into something, mm-hmm. uh, into in into trying to make something new and something revolutionary. Um, so, and it's very very difficult to do. Um, so that's why I think these choreographic workshops uh, are so important. And and Charlotte Ballet, has uh, we have our own um, uh, choreo lab which will be uh, um, perform uh, in in two weeks um, mm-hmm. uh, here at the Center for Dance and uh that that is the one program out of our season when um the choreographers um really th- they have a free card to do whatever whatever they they're inspired to do um and and uh, next season um which is the first season that i that i've programmed uh we're going to um to take it even further um it's it's going to be renamed now the choreographic workshop is going to be called flip and it's because um, we're not going to only give the dancers the opportunity to create choreography, but we're also um, going to um, flip roles on that side, the, choreography, the choreographer and dancer. But also, um, uh, I want to give the opportunity to our artists uh, to look at um, lighting design or costume design mm. so, we're going to to see how much of that they can also uh poke their heads into um marketing and um yeah more administrative work so this is an opportunity for for all of us to to um to understand what other departments do what it takes to produce a show and at the same time to give an opportunity for development beyond the the, uh, beyond the dance career that often can be quite short uh, and an dancer's right. career is often um over by by 35 30 uh 40 if you're if you're lucky so and then the big question becomes what what do i do next um so i think this is a great initiative to to really start um presenting the options uh, for our artists on on what what might be of their interest um, after Uh, this uh, great career that they have in. uh, I love that
2: so much. And I love how that goes back to your roots of you starting to choreograph and how that was, you were doing that kind of to change your perspective on things. So I want to know how the dancers get involved in this. How are you encouraging them to choose if they want to choreograph, if they want to do lighting design, what does that process look like? um, And have you even started it yet?
1: Yeah, so we're we're uh, doing a small uh, uh, test um, for, for this year, uh, mm-hmm. and so far it's working uh, really well. Uh, of course, there are so many details that we have to figure it out uh, as we go, but but overall, I mean, it's it's a very exciting initiative, um, and I can feel that from the downstairs. I'm not imposing anything on them. I I really and when I spoke with everybody about this idea. I make clear that this is something that that they need to be inspired to do. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to to force any inspiration on anyone. You know, to do anything that uh, they don't, they don't, they're not motivated to do. Um, so, because uh, at the end of the day, they they are art dancers. Uh, so anything out of that, you know, that scope, uh, they they really need to want to and. And we ready. I mean, I, they signed up for, um, different, different, uh, things and now we're exploring how we can, how we can make that happen. And then to what extent we can make that happen.
2: Yeah. So if you did see a dancer that you thought maybe could have a knack for choreography, but didn't sign up, maybe not this year or years in the future, would you maybe approach them and, you know, ask them if they've thought about it and
1: Oh definitely. Yes, I definitely. I mean, I would want to encourage anyone and, and for the same reason that I started choreographing, even if you're not interested in, in choreographing, I think it's it is a good experiment to go through uh to become a better dancer. So even even if someone would say, Well, I'm not so interested in choreographing, you know, even if it's just as an exercise, I think it's a, it's a good thing to do, definitely.
0: You know, I'm. It just struck me that you're one of the only um, directors presently um, who choreographs. You know, it used to be a much more popular model. You know, that the director would also be in-house choreographer. Um, So not only does that obviously affect this initiative we're talking about, uh, you as a choreographer are much more adept at giving advice to other choreographers. But how do you think that? impacts your role as a director um just having that insight maybe in in particular how you program being a choreographer how does that um shape what you do overall as director
1: um well it's it's really hard to tell because i'm so so close to it i'm so in it so i don't I, i i um i don't know how much of uh my choreographic um background influences my decisions. Uh, obviously they have to, I mean it, it's it, it's 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 unavoidable. But um <laughs> but I you know I I one of one of my thoughts on on um programming and, and inviting uh all the choreographers uh to choreograph for Charlotte ballet often is to, to To let them do what they do best so i'm not i'm not here to um to tell another choreographer what on how it should be done uh once i commission a work it's it's because i trust that artist and 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 i'm i'm behind them and i understand that they might be making a revolutionary work or they might they might be making a work that is not as successful but that i'm uh, that that's what we're here for—to to create, to experiment, and to to push uh, a little bit further. So if we want to become um, the the best ones, we have to put that risk into it. And and I just—it's important for me that uh, any artist that works with us uh, feels that they have that full trust uh, from me. Maybe we could go into next
0: season a little bit let's just could we go blow by blow tell us what we have in store this is your first year programming is that right
1: yes absolutely and i'm I'm super excited uh i mean the first program that uh we're presenting it's um it's called breaking boundaries uh it's in the fall um and uh we're going to be performing um at home at the center for dance um we have uh, a black box theater and uh it, it, if if anyone listening to this has now been to to our space I, I really encourage you to come because it's such a unique experience you're so close to the artist and you can hear them breathe you can hear them um you know put there for the physicality it's something that you 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 cannot quite um uh get by going to uh, a a proscenium stage a, a a regular stage theater like right night theater or the back theater those are beautiful theaters but your experience is much much more detached because you're not not you're not nearly as close to the artist as you are when you come here um so that first program uh we we're gonna have a new work by um uh, matututeli november he's a south south african choreographer based in the, U, in, the in the uk and um I uh, I love his work. Uh, he's uh, more of an emerging artist, uh, but he's very much in demand and and he's a, a beautiful person to speak with. so I I, I do know that um, the the dancers and our audiences are gonna be uh, enriched uh, with with this new work. Um, and then uh, we also presenting a work by um by a choreographer, um Ohad Naharin, uh, and the work is called Camuyot, and this is a work that I saw uh, quite a few years back in New York, and I saw it, um, and it's, it's one, one of these performances that you come out just happy with a smile on your face, and 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 I really I, I want to see that performance. I I was expecting much of it, and it, it just really made my day so so much better so i really (laughs) want to share that you know that experience that i had and i hope the audience has a similar experience as i did back then um and and we're also planning to transform um our space with those two works there are surprises that i i don't want to give it all away but, um, but it's going to be a very unique experience it's a uh, that performance in particular our first performance of the season is going to be a performance unlike anyone has seen before uh in our space so uh yeah i'm very much looking forward to that program um then uh we're of course doing our nutcracker um at the belk theater with the wonderful uh, um charlotte um uh, symphony orchestra um and of course i mean that's always a beautiful time to get the family together and and mm-hmm. and experience the the magic of the of the holidays right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know for a lot of people it's it's a tradition and it's a i think it's a, it's a beautiful tra- it's a beautiful tradition mm-hmm. Um, then after that, uh, we're presenting a um, uh, program, uh, Come come to Life, uh, that will be at the Ninth Theatre. And uh, we're presenting a new work by uh, Penny Saunders. Uh, Penny, I've known Penny for many years. Uh, she's scored off everywhere. And I am, I'm very much looking forward to having uh, a new work by her uh, here at Charlotte Ballet. Um, then we're also presenting um, a work uh, by a uh, Czech choreographer, uh, Hilian. Um And the work is called Petimo. Um, this work is one of the works that sort of transformed the way I saw dance. Um, I used to be a, a classical ballet dancer. And I, I, only, I, I used to only like classical ballet. Uh, until i saw this work uh this is a contemporary dance work um um at the, at the time he was the director of uh netherlands dance theater the company that i went to work for so basically i was a, a ballet dancer in stuttgart then i came across this work petimo and i thought oh my goodness i have to work with this with this choreographer and I was lucky enough to get a contract uh, and and work with uh, with Yurikilian and many many first, so that was um uh, I went from classical ballet to contemporary dance uh, through that work, so that's why it's so it was so important for me to bring that work to to Charlotte because it made such an impact on me and and uh, part of part of what I what I would love uh, to come across with my programming is that is to create a, a taste, uh, for the audience, uh, to, um, uh, to appreciate classical ballet and contemporary, contemporary dance, um, to, to, to cross as much as, as, as we can those two, um, uh, different dance styles and, and to, to create the appetite for, for both of them.
0: Um, I, yeah, I think that, that even just the juxtaposition of having Petit More and then the next program you go to Petit More, which, which is such like an iconic late 20th century work, and then we have Swan Lake, which is maybe the iconic 19th century work. So you are certainly like setting that up just in that transition from one program to the next.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So. As as and as you as you mentioned, then we're doing Swan Lake, and uh, that is the first time we're we're presenting, uh, Charlotte Ballet is presenting Swan Lake. So it's uh, it's going wow. to it's going to be a very exciting uh, moment for for everyone. Um, also with live music by uh, I mean with the with the Charlotte uh, Symphony Orchestra. So I I just imagining that beautiful score and with our dancers um, and such an iconic ballet um i'm very very excited about about that
2: yeah i want to just re- rewind for a minute because i wanted to talk about how this opportunity came about for you to become the artistic director now that we're talking about um your first season of programming i'm sure this was part of you had to kind of put a vision together to present to the board and so, so tell us a little bit about that process and then what it feels like to kind of have this all starting to come to fruition now that you're there
1: well um so i mean it, it was a very lengthy and um uh challenging um process to to become the artistic director <laughs> yeah. uh, i feel very privileged to be in this position um i i don't you know i i i can here on full force i i really want us to um well, first of all i i i see how charlotte ballet was already very well positioned and, and and there's so much more uh room for us to to grow um i mean i i i came here i i'm excited about um about um where we are in time right now and in in space. We are in the right place at the right time. I think Charlotte, it's as everybody sees and feels, um, this is an an amazing city that is uh, 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 growing so rapidly. So we are part of this growth and it's up to us now to shape what the city is going to become in three, five, 10 years. So um, to be at the at the lead of uh, Charlotte ballet and to have this opportunity to to contribute to to the cultural status of the city and and to to really add to to the um, to elevate uh, um this fantastic city is so exciting to me and and of course that that was part of my message to to the board and to everybody in the organization when I did the the interview is that um that uh i mean this company has every everything that an artistic director would could wish for we have um, an amazing rich program uh we have a, a wonderful academy we have a pre-professional program then we have a second company uh which is uh, uh it's eight dancers that they they do lecture demonstrations and um and the, so it's basically uh, like the main company but uh, for more more of a junior junior um uh dancers and then of course we have the the main company so this company had all, all the tools and and i'm i'm here to to try to continue uh inspiring uh, our our artists and everybody that works in this organization and um yeah and really to 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 share my passion and and my my excitement for what what we do and what's ahead of us yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you always have
0: aspirations to become a director you know I'm thinking for choreography it's something that you were kind of flirting with or trying out but it wasn't you know an end goal. How did how did the goal to be a leader in this capacity come about for you?
1: um slowly i mean i always had the utmost respect for artistic directors it's not it's not an easy job um and um they you have a lot of responsibility you're responsible for a lot of people uh, not only in the organization but you're also responsible for the audiences to deliver to uh, to inspire audiences to certain extent to um to challenge audiences. So when I, um, I was not always one. I, I didn't always want to be a, an artistic director. That was not in my in my mind. Um, but when I transitioned from dancer to choreographer, um, then I, I did. I was very curious about producing my own show. And, and learning from that. I didn't know if I wanted to be an artistic director, but I had the curiosity to experience what would it be like and see if I, if I was good at it, if I liked it. So that's how I, I self-produced uh, my show that was called It Starts Now. Um, and we premiered at the Joyce Theater in New York. And then we went to Chicago at the Harris Theater uh, a year later. Um, so that's that's really when it was the the test for me uh, with uh, producing my own show from the ground up. I didn't have anything. I didn't have any infrastructure. I didn't have any uh, I, I didn't have a team. I just did it. So I had to have hundreds of conversations with different people. Um, whether it was for advice or or financial aid, um, so I mean there are so so many so many aspects to it. Um, spoke to so many presenters, so that really gave me a, a a sense of what this world of artistic directorship is like or could be like. Uh, and from there, um, then that really gave me a, a lot of reassurance of on on this path um, of being artistic director. So your name has a lot of
0: international and national recognition. I'm wondering what plans you have to get Charlotte, um, I guess on more so on the national or international stage. If you, if you envision the company touring more often or, uh, how you plan to kind of assert the company's identity under you um, to a larger audience.
1: Um, so yes I mean we're we're touring uh, next season I, that's actually our first uh our first performances will be in Toronto in Canada and that's the first time the company is going to be touring since uh, internationally since 1981. Wow. so that's that's the first that's the first uh thing that we're gonna do and um we've been invited by Fall for dance North in Toronto and we'll be there for a week um and then I mean f- for me uh, i mean touring sounds phenomenal and yes uh we will be do and we'll be doing some touring uh but i really want to focus on on charlotte and our audiences here and, and make sure that we deliver here and that we're um that we grow our audiences that we grow um the interest and and really that we are able to to send the message to as many people as possible that that uh, what we do it it's uh it's a really uh, great night out so it's not it's not only uh, it's not only art and and inspiring but it's 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 really fun and 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 a very um perhaps uh, for for many people might be a very uh, unusual um way out you know instead of going to a a bar or or watch a movie and on on your on your tv uh Mm -hmm. going to uh, to see dance um it it's a it's a whole different experience and, and then you go for dinner and you know talk about what you've seen and what you like what you didn't like so much or what what it made you think of i think um you know it, it's it's it, it i would love for us to really become a part of the lifestyle of uh, the people here in charlotte um and when, when we work on ourselves and, and we continue elevating uh, the quality and and the the type of programming that we that we present um we're going to we're going to continue um growing and and becoming um um you know really uh hopefully the the company that everybody wants to imitate that, that that's mm-hmm. that's what I would love to do right uh and and of course of course uh right now with social media and 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 other platforms i'm you know that's that's the way we we tell the world what, what we're doing and how we're doing it and and why this company is so special um and yeah. My, the first step is with with next season. And I, I hope uh, every uh, every audience member uh, enjoys uh, our programming uh, because I'm certainly very excited myself.
2: Yeah. So, right. Just before we let you go, we love to ask all of our artistic directors if there's one project that they have, a dream project that they would love to bring to their company. The sky's the limit. You have no budget. You can do whatever you want. What would it be? What would be something that you would just love to bring to Charlotte Valley?
1: Oh, I don't know. That is <laughs> oh, that is a very uh, very difficult question. I mean, there are so many so many specific uh, works or artists that I would want to bring, but ultimately, my dream would be that the the audience comes to see us regardless of what we're presenting. That they come to see us because they know they're gonna have a good time because they they love what we do every time they come see us. So mm-hmm. they trust they trust the company to a point where it doesn't matter what we present. They know they're gonna have a good time and they're gonna come out of the theater inspired. So that that is my dream really that that we we attract um, every Charlottean and and every visitor um, uh, to come and see us regardless of the title of the work. I love that.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope that everyone that's in the Charlotte area and those that are within a, a reasonable drive, come on down to Charlotte <laughs> and, <laughs> and see this incredible season that you've programmed.
1: Thank you so much for having, having me. It's been a pleasure.
2: Thank you. Conversations on Dance is part of the ACAST Creator Network. For more information, visit conversationsondancepodpod.com.